Well, greetings, everyone, and welcome to another edition of the Houston Healthcare Initiative podcast. My name is Harold Nickel. For those who ever tried something that said on the label, one size fits all, there's some shared learning because one size never fits all. This is true for socks, t-shirts, and healthcare. Yet in some of this collective experience, we settle for doctors, hospitals, and insurance companies who approach patients with templates designed to treat everything and everyone the same, or at the very least, really, really similarly. Instead of an emphasis on individual care, there's more weight placed on administrative efficiency. A better way to do medical business is the patient-centered care model. Now, here to describe what this different type of care looks like is respected Houston-based neurologist and the founder of the Houston Healthcare Initiative, Dr. Stephen Goldstein. And Dr. Goldstein, there are plenty of articles and resources on patient-centered care that describe how the style of medicine is or could be. And, you know, it all sounds great, but it also sounds time-consuming and expensive. Is it? Well, it, it could be more expensive, but it doesn't necessarily have to be. There is an emphasis on preventive care and healthy lifestyle that, when followed, will reduce the number of hospital stays and doctor visits. Change is always difficult, and not just because of the price tag. But this is the bottom line. I believe that a patient-centered healthcare system is possible with a patient-owned healthcare cooperative model that is free from the constraints of the CPT codes used for billing and by providing financial incentives to patients to be compliant and lead a healthy lifestyle. Physicians, rather than insurance companies and administrators, should be responsible for care and would be compensated based on results and not hours or activities. Profits from the cooperative would belong to the patient rather than the insurance company. Okay, so shifting the responsibilities away from insurance companies to doctors just sounds like common sense to me. Is it? Well, I would say yes. Like you said during the introduction, one size does not fit all. So to be patient-centered is not to be insurance company-centered or doctor-centered or hospital-centered. Okay, um, good. Now, can you give us... Um, an example of how this change in responsibility away from insurance companies to, to medical pros, how, how could that work? Sure. Let's say a patient has a chronic illness like diabetes or obesity, hypertension, seizure disorder, or even a mental illness. A treatment team supervised by a specialist would care for the patient. Members of the team could consist of the patient, dietitians physical therapists, psychologists, social workers, clergy, personal trainers, medical assistants, nurses, or any skilled person necessary to care for the illness. A physician-designed algorithm would help guide treatment. Problems with treatment compliance could be addressed by team members as well as the physician. Visits to the doctor's office would be rare. Results of treatment would be measured in terms of organ damage, i.e. damage to the heart or kidneys, brain, musculoskeletal system, or some other measurable, quantifiable outcome. Okay, so that covers those people with known conditions. 
What about screening for acute illness? How does the cooperative model and patient-centered model account for those? Well, an annual physical would be required at most co-ops as it would reveal a lot about a patient's health and allow treatment sooner uh, uh, when the condition is in the early stage rather than when it becomes more severe and acute. Okay. And to be clear, the, the type of care here comes from a cooperative model, correct? Correct. The healthcare cooperative model is possible be, because of the Affordable Care Act, often known as Obamacare. A cooperative uh, is a system that is a non-for-profit company owned by the members. With as little as 50 members, a healthcare cooperative can be formed either within a company or any other group, such as a church, a union, or any other group that is dissatisfied with the poor service, bureaucratic paperwork, and the high prices of the current system. Members are responsible for managing the co-op and deciding the type and scope of what they will support or not. Any profits made are paid back to the members. I believe, too, that a member or patient-owned enterprise is better suited to patient-centered care. Okay, how so? The, the co-op is free from the constraints placed on doctors and the healthcare profession by administrators and insurance companies. In some instances, the patient-centered model of healthcare facilitates a partnership between an individual patient and the patient's personal physician. Dr. Goldstein, what are some reasons to be optimistic about this approach? I believe that a patient-centered healthcare system can be accomplished by using a patient-owned healthcare cooperative model that is free from the constraints of the CPT codes used for billing and providing financial incentives to patients to be compliant and lead a healthy lifestyle. Physicians, rather than insurance company and administrators, would be responsible for care and would be compensated based on a result. Profits from the cooperative would belong to the patient rather than the insurance company. Changes could begin incrementally, starting out with a conventional healthcare cooperative. Utilization of these changes would be voluntary on the part of the patient, but this is a very viable way to do things that fits with current law. This is what makes me hopeful. And uh, finally, Dr. Goldstein, what benefits will healthcare professionals derive from this approach? Well, the primary goal of any patient-centered care plan is to improve individual health outcomes. Healthcare providers also stand to benefit through improved patient satisfaction scores, higher staff productivity and morale, and reduction in the overall cost of care, and more. This makes patient-centered care an approach worth exploring in almost any healthcare delivery setting. But the business model I believe offers the best chance for success is the cooperative or co-op, a member-owned nonprofit company that controls all aspects of pricing and returns any profits to the members. Thank you, Dr. Goldstein, for helping us all understand better this model of healthcare. Using the healthcare cooperative model as described in the Affordable Care Act, also often known as Obamacare, and with as little as 50 members, a healthcare cooperative can be formed either within a company or any other group, such as a church, a union, or any other group that's dissatisfied with the poor service, bureaucratic paperwork, and the high prices that come 
from the current system. Dr. Goldstein and the Houston Healthcare Initiative would be happy to mentor such groups and explain how to transition to a patient-centered system. Be sure to visit the website at www.houstonhealthcareinitiative.org for more information about this and other healthcare issues. We've also got all the past episodes of the podcast, and there are dozens of them for you. For now, that's it on this latest edition of the Houston Healthcare Initiative. Thank you for listening and tell your friends about us. And be sure to come back next time for another edition of the Houston Healthcare Initiative podcast.